and good morning and welcome to the VSA Capital 5 Minute Morning Minor on February the 23rd. Um, it was a lovely dry morning this morning. Uh, how are you this morning, Ollie? Yeah, pretty good, thanks. How are you doing, Andrew? Yeah, not too bad. Quite pleased it's Friday. It's been quite a long week. It's interesting, difficult markets always seem to make the week longer. Uh, but there you go. Uh, actually, I'll tell you what did uh, cheer me up a little bit this morning. was I was reading about Elliott Management, the big American sort of activist fund. Uh, but he's going to put a billion dollars into the mining sector because he thinks the valuations are ludicrously low. Um, that's actually on top of earlier in the week, Appian saying that, uh, I think it was Appian saying, they felt that valuations had got ludicrously low. Valuations are ludicrously low. The only question is, will they get even more ludicrously low? Because at the moment, nobody wants to invest in the sector. Nobody wants to invest in quoted equities. It's all a bit gloomy and doomy if you're not careful. Uh, but anyway, uh, I spotted that. Don't know if you spotted anything interesting, Ollie, like that. But if not, let's, is there any news? I don't know. I didn't see a lot this morning, unfortunately. Uh, there's not a lot of news. Um, Fungala, um, the coal spin out, um, just highlighting how much the coal price dropped through last year. Um, it's stabilized into a narrow range now, but um, because they're JSE listed, they've had to provide their updated guidance or where they think their EPS is going to end up. Um, so that's about 75% lower year on year, um, down to 34 to 39 rounds a share. Um, 39 is where consensus sits, so this is perhaps slightly below um, that. Given what we were talking about the other day, um, suggest maybe that analysts are struggling to fully get a handle on the inflation that's happened last year as well. Um, but yeah, the coal price, the main major factor in that um, significant reduction year on year. So not, not going to be um, a huge surprise to anyone that's following that closely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is there any other news? Uh, there was an announcement from Vulcan, um, which we haven't talked about for a while. The um, lithium brine and geothermal project in uh, in Europe. They have announced that the European, it's the EU investment bank EIB, uh, is looking at supporting their debt package with up to five hundred million euros um, to go alongside additional lending from export credit agencies. Um, I mean, the thing that's tricky here is that Vulcan's market cap, having been I think, well over a billion dollars, is now 240 million US dollars. Um, and they have got a capex bill of about 1400 million euros. Um, to fill so while that credit goes some of the way there's a big equity bill uh, to fill here and this is one of the most capital intensive ways of building new lithium projects um, so we'll see whether the market feels that the you know the price of carbon really is you know, half a billion dollars yeah, I mean, this is just hearsay, but I was speaking to a fund manager yesterday who had had the, the management of Rio in his offices, and uh, 
he was talking to a little bit about uh, lithium and, and obviously the Jadar project they've got, which is back on, which is good. And he was he seemed apparently to this fund manager quite excited about the prospects for Jadar. But uh, what he also said was that he wasn't uh, assuming at all that the lithium price would recover from where it is. In fact, he thought, if anything, the lithium price could still go easier. Um, but he was happy that Jadar was economic regardless of that. Um, but I thought that was quite an interesting throwaway comment. It's only hearsay. I can't say it's factual. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the new projects have OPEX, which can be justified at, at, at lower prices still. But there is you know, a capital hurdle to get over. The CapEx has increased on all of these projects over the last few years by a few hundred million dollars. Um, so the MPVs don't look as attractive as they did on the... Um, on, on the old pricing, um, so you need a slightly higher incentive price, I think, to make things look good and get them get investors backing the capex bill. Um, but also at the moment, until some newer, new, lower cost, larger scale supply comes in to fill the high cost lipidolite gap which is so much higher cost than the um, rest of the cost curve um, we're going to have volatile pricing which is going to be probably above the current level it may normalize at a slightly lower level over the long term but um, I don't think it's going to go much lower no I, I'm not saying it will but um, so it's just comments anyway Anyway, there we go. We're, we're somewhat uh, waffling on here. It's Friday. Everybody enjoy the weekend. And uh, we'll be back uh, next week. Um, although halfway during the week, uh, I'm flying off to pre-PDAC. And then obviously, uh, Paul is over at the BMO conference in Miami. Ollie, you'll be catching up with us for the main PDAC. So it'll be a bit chaotic. But we'll do some special one-offs as well. We've got some companies which we're going to uh, do some special one-offs with. So we'll start the week normally anyway. Uh, have a good weekend. Thanks, Andrew. This podcast has been produced and edited by VSA Capital. It is intended for information purposes and not as investment advice. The information is intended for recipients who understand the risks associated with equity investments in smaller companies. Please do your own research and do not rely on a single source when making an investment decision. VSA Capital may derive fees from this content and seeks to do business with the companies mentioned.